Don't touch that dial. You're listening to Board Games Daily, your daily dose of tabletop gaming discussion on Anchor. Now welcome your hosts, Jeremiah Isley, Scott Firestone, and AJ Skifstad. Hey everyone, welcome to Board Games Daily. I'm Jeremiah. Thanks for tuning in for another day of board game conversation. We've got some stuff coming up at you, including my take on this week's topic of the week. And it's Wednesday, which means it's time for a game night cage fight. So stay tuned for that and more. Don't forget to check out our Patreon page. Go over to theologyofgames.com slash Patreon, where you can be a real and viable part of what we are doing with Board Games Daily and Theology of Games at large. Also, want to remind you, episode 100 of That's How I Roll, the podcast about the games we play and the lives we live, is now live. And there's a contest going on. How do you enter this contest? How do you win this contest? There's only one way to find out. Go to theologyofgames.com slash roll, listen to episode 100, and enter for your chance to win Got some great prizes going on there, so don't miss out on that. Let's get into this show, and let's do it. Here we go. All right, I'm going to weigh in here on this week's topic, which we've been talking about the top 100. It's actually a conversation I kind of continued over on That's How I Roll, but we'll talk about that over there. You go over there and talk about that. We're going to talk about this here. Anyway, so my top game that I wish I had on the top 100. Now there's, there's a good amount of games that I do have. There's also a good amount of games that I don't have, but I actually have a story behind this one that I'm going to talk about. And the, the game is Gloomhaven. It's the number one game. It's number one rated. It is the end-all be-all in board gaming right now. And I was ready and set to have my own copy of it. I had sold a bunch of games at a flea market at our local game store. They, uh, They do this flea market. You bring in games, you sell them, and then you get your, uh, whatever you sell, you get in store credit. So I had, I bought some games for myself, I saved some money aside for when the reprint of Gloomhaven came out, and and then we decided to go to Origins, and so all the games that I bought for myself and the money that I had set aside, I went and I spent on more prizes to give away while we were at Origins. So all of my Gloomhaven money, all the games that I was going to play, those all went away, and I don't have Gloomhaven, but... I do have great, great memories and great times from Origins. I met a bunch of really cool people. We had awesome interviews the whole week. It was an amazing time, so I don't regret a thing, but I don't have Gloomhaven. That's my answer for this week's topic of the week. What's yours? Call in 216-352-3864. Let us know, or you can tweet at us at BoardGamesDaily. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for this week's Game Night Cage Fight! And in this corner, 
two games enter and one game leaves. Who wins? You decide. Vote on this week's cage fight by going to Twitter at Board Games Daily or call in 216 352 3864 Hey there, it's Firestone here with Board Games Daily powered by theologyofgames.com coming to you with this week's Game Night Cage Fight. And this week it is fight between monsters. King of New York versus King of Tokyo. Which one is better? Which one do you play more? Which one floats your gigantic monstrous boat? So for me, uh, one, of the, one of the reasons I wanted to pick this game for the, this week's cage fight is because I'm really torn about this game. Uh, obviously, King of New York, or excuse me, King of Tokyo was the first one. It was the original one. And it was just a huge fun factor for me. I remember going through those uh, those. Uh, monster cards and just you know there's so many great ones in there and there's fun ideas and and then when power up came up man that just elevated that game to the next level it's 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 one of those expansions that I will never keep this out one out I will always play with the power up expansion and it's just a really fun game I've introduced so many non-gamers to this game and they always have a great time I played this with all of my nieces and nephews came. Well, most of my nieces and nephews came for a visit. And so there was like a six-player game of this with myself and my kids and my nieces and nephews. And we just had so much fun with King of Tokyo. King of New York came out and it, it made it a little more like a gamer's game. There's some, more complex, there's some more complexity to it. The whole military threat, which is a real threat in the game. Like you can get blown up. And... It, the dice is more interesting, I find. In King of Tokyo, having to roll the ones or the twos or the threes is, yeah, whatever. It's not, it's not great, in my opinion. King of New York is better in that sense. And so, to be honest, I think King of New York is a better game, but it's not enough of a better game to make it... Wow, what am I trying to say here? So, King of Tokyo is accessible, it's non-gamer friendly. I know King of New York isn't that much more complex, but it's not a great complex game. There are other games in that space that I would end up playing. So I think King of New York is a better game. I think it's better designed. I think the mechanisms are better. But King of Tokyo has more of a fun factor. It's more like, I, know, I guess you could call it like a beer and pretzels. Like you're going to play this with non-gamers. You're going to have lots of fun. You're going to... It, it plays better at larger numbers. And so it's more of a party game. Whereas um, I feel like King of New York, they wanted to make it into a gamer's game, but it's just still not good enough to be a gamer's game. So again, I'm really conflicted. I still own both of these games. I have no plans to get rid of either one of them. But at the end of the day, one of them is a better game and one of them is just more fun. So that's kind of a non-answer. But there it is. I think in the end, I'm going to go with King of Tokyo, even though I acknowledge that King of New York is a better game. How's that for wishy-washy? Let us know what you think. Call in. Use the Anchor app. Vote on our 
Facebook poll that's up right now and let us know. We'll talk to you later. Have a great day. Bye. Sour of Madness, the latest from Smirk and Dagger Games. Will you discover what lies beneath unspeakable horror, slip into insanity, or bring about the end of the world? A three-dimensional clock tower stands 15 inches tall, filled with marbles. 30 otherworldly tentacles push through the tower walls in every direction in this high-tension dice game of Lovecraft-inspired horror. Win your very own copy of Tower of Madness. Head over to theologyofgames.com slash Patreon for full contest rules and how you can enter to win. Hey there, everybody. It's time for me to weigh in on the cage fight. This is AJ, and you're listening to Board Games Daily, powered by Theology of Games. Scott brought us a cage fight, and actually, at the time that I'm recording this segment, he hasn't brought it to us yet, but he will have brought it to us. And this cage fight is between uh, King of Tokyo and King of New York. And these are both games by Yellow Games. Uh, King of King of Tokyo came out first, and uh, King of New York second. And which one is going to win in this cage fight? Well, honestly, I cannot give you a uh, unbiased opinion. I have not played King of New York. I've heard a lot about it, and the things I know about King of New York is it takes King of Tokyo, it takes away, I believe, some of the uh, the number elements to where you score using the number dice, and I think there's other ways to score and uh, other things to do with your dice. And in King of Tokyo, I know that you're just basically scoring based upon your dice and the cards that you... Uh, you draw, and then uh, however long you stay in Tokyo or when you go into Tokyo. So I know that the games play very, very similar, but there are some differences that make the games a little, that make each game intriguing. Um, I will say that I'm partial to King of Tokyo because I, number one, I own it, I played it. Number two, because it is super duper easy. Now, I don't know if King of New York is as easy, but I know King of Tokyo is. So when I want to just have some good laughs and fun with some friends who don't typically play games, we can bust out King of Tokyo. I know I can teach it real quick, and I know people are going to have a good time with it. And we usually run it back once or twice because it's, it's fun and it's pretty quick. Um, I don't know why I would ever need both of these games in my collection. So because King of Tokyo is in my collection now, I will probably never own King of New York. And I know that there's people, Jeremiah uh, being one of them, who would say, get rid of your King of Tokyo, get King of New York. I would need to hear more reasons why that is. But for me, the cage fight winner is King of Tokyo. So we want to hear from you. We're going to be hearing from Jeremiah, and I'm sure we'll hear from Scott before this. So I don't know. That's weird. Anyways... Chime in. Let us know what you think. King of Tokyo, King of New York. Who wins it for you? That's it for now. Check you later. All right. I'm going to weigh in on the cage fight. And for me, it's no contest. King of New York is everything King of Tokyo wishes it could be. The Now, here's the thing. King of Tokyo is fine. It's a fun game. It's a cool, clever mechanic and dice roller, and I enjoy it, but 
It's no King of New York. King of New York. Okay, let me just let me talk about the the big reason for me why King of New York is better, and that's because three sides of the dice in King of Tokyo are are useless basically. They're just the one, two, and three. You try to roll a matching set to get to just score victory points or fame, you know, and that's that's it. King of New York use uses all six sides of the dice. You've got your destruction, you've got your fame, you've got your all this stuff that happens that you can roll instead of just hoping for some extra points. So there's just there's a lot more levels to it. I feel like I'm more of a giant monster in King of New York. Like I'm blowing up buildings, I'm destroying them, and then the military comes at me, and I gotta kill them, and I gotta deal with that, and oh, by the way, I've gotta slug it out with these other monsters. There's just, there's enough wrinkles to it, there's enough different levels to it, that to me, it really puts it over the top. So, this is not even close, in my opinion, King of New York, all the way, all day long, all day, air day, King of New York. That's my that's my winner. Who's yours? Go to Twitter at Board Games Daily and vote. Don't forget to call in 216-352-3864 and be a part of the show. Let us know who wins the cage fight for you. Hey, that's it for today. Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget call in and weigh in on the topic of the week and the cage fight. You could do it all in the same time. It's cool. That's We can do that. Call in 216-352-3864. And you can always tweet at us at Board Games Daily. But we would love it if wherever you're listening to the show, subscribe, give us a rating and a review. Tell your friends about it. Say, hey, these guys record this show every day of the week. It's super awesome. You should check it out. They talk about board games, and they're such cool dudes. You don't have to say the cool dudes part, but if you wanted to, we wouldn't We wouldn't mind. Uh, but <laughs> go tell your friends about the show. Sharing is caring, and thanks again for being a listener. Until next time, I'm Jeremiah Isley for my co-hosts. AJ Skifstad and Scott Firestone saying, go play a game. Thanks for joining us today. Board Games Daily is powered by TheologyofGames.com. Don't forget to head over to TheologyofGames.com to check out all we have to offer, including written reviews, our YouTube channel, and two other podcasts. If you enjoyed this show, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you're listening. Thanks for listening, and go put a game on the table.